You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dragon Ball Manga Reading Club, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcasts. And we're going to be going through a pretty cool chapter here, chapter 12 of Dragon Ball. But before we jump into that, let me remind everybody to go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then go and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga, where you can help us out for all the things that we do. And I say all the things we do because if you're just listening to our Dragon Ball Reading Club, you may not be aware that we have five other reading clubs. We have six reading clubs total, and the others are My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, and Death Note. All those go along with Dragon Ball to have six of these manga reading clubs, and it'd be cool if you listen to them all. And if you want to have links real quick to go to them, go in the show notes of this podcast and there will be a campsite bio that you can click on and get the links to go and subscribe and listen to all of those other reading clubs and hopefully people will get involved in most if not all of those and then if you wanted to again go to the patreon patreon.com slash weird science manga and you'll get early access to our manga monday show as well as a bunch of these reading clubs but that's that Let's get on to this, because this is a good chapter. As I told you, it's tale number 12, In Search of Kame Senen. And you end up getting on the cover that if you aren't aware of the name Kame Senen at the point, you'll see that it's the turtle dude from earlier. So what would be in search of? We already found them before. Well, we'll find out what is going on. And there is a little bit of an intro narration that I will read. Gal Mao, the Ox King, has seen Goku's Kintun. And revealed that the stinky old weirdo who gave it to him is really his Moten Oroshi, his master of long ago, Kame Senen, a.k.a. the Turtle Master. And this is something that Yamcha was afraid of, that the Ox King would recognize Goku and find out the connection because, as he tells Goku, he trained and knew him, was best friends with Goku's grandfather. So there's the big connection with this. Now... With all of that, you end up having the Ox King say, well, where'd you get this Kintun? Where'd you get it? And he says, oh, I got it from the turtle guy. And so you end up the Ox King said, well, what I really need is to find Kame Senen because he has a device that they say I'll be able to use to put out this fire and then I'll be able to get to my castle. That's what they'd be great. Can you help me out? Can you go and see if you can find that? Now, you might wonder, well, why doesn't the Ox King go find it himself? And I think that the play here is he's too busy guarding the castle, even though nobody can get to it. Remember, he's there at the bottom of the mountain, even though he himself and not even Goku on the Kintan could get to the castle. But he's still not going to leave it because he's afraid if he leaves it, somebody will come and steal all his stuff. Or maybe he's a little lazy. Or maybe he can't swim. I mean, you end up having it in the ocean. Uh, so he asked Goku, can you go get that? And the device that he's going to go get is the Bashu Sen. They don't really say what it is, but they say that Kame Senen has it. So you end up where Goku actually steps up. It's funny because usually you'll get Bulma 
to jump in and say, hey, you know, about these Dragon Balls or whatever. But Goku actually goes right to it and says, well, if I go and do that and we get to the castle, will you be able to give us the Dragon Ball that you have? Now, it's kind of been something that's been going on. A lot of people that have the Dragon Balls, they don't even realize they have. They end up not even knowing the term, which is odd. But he ends up saying, Dragon Ball, well, what's that? I don't know what that is. And you do end up having Goku have his say, hey, it looks like this. You have one in your castle. Just to confirm it, this is actually one of the smartest things Goku has done since the beginning of this, saying, before I go and find Kami Sen and get this deal, uh, yeah, do you really have this Dragon Ball? Is there actually a Dragon Ball in your castle? And it's confirmed. Yaux King says, oh, yeah, yeah, I have one of those. No sweat. I, I, Who knows what he thinks it is or what he uses. And he says, yeah, I'll end up giving it to you. Now, there are a couple plays in this chapter where you do end up having Yamcha find out or see something for the first time. This is the first time of him seeing a Dragon Ball, which probably will become important later. You have to have him at least know what they are getting if he's going to go grab them at the end and whatnot. So he ends up saying, my first sight of a Dragon Ball, tiny little thing, isn't it? And he says, I thought it'd be as big as a dodgeball. All right, Yamcha, you just keep being Yamcha, I guess. But yeah, you end up having Goku say, yeah, I'll get going. I'll go do that. Well, the Ox King says, whoa, 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 wait a second. While you're doing this and you're already going, I already sent my daughter to go find it. Can you find her and take her with you? Like, you're probably going to get there quicker because you do have the Kinzon. So if you see her, can you grab her and take her with? And you end up having them say it's Chi-Chi. Now, I, we talked about this last issue. We know that Chi-Chi has already been in this book. Last chapter, she ended up running in Yamcha. Now, with that, you end up having Goku say, Chi-Chi, all right, well, what does she look like? What, what? And he pulls out a picture and says, this is her. Take a look. This is her. And it's funny, too, because as you end up having the Ox King talking about this, he says, listen, She's a hothead, but she's a cutie, and I think that I'll have her marry you later down the line if you help me out like this, because you seem like a cute little guy yourself. And Oolong is thinking of, oh, no, what is this? And he's laughing to himself like, oh, this is going to be some really hideous person that it's going to end up Goku's going to have to marry because he's thinking of Chi-Chi looking exactly like the Ox King. We already saw her. She is a cutie. And when he shows the picture... They're like, okay, there she is, and Goku gets to see her. The problem is Yamcha, again, is like hiding in the shadows with Puar. Both of their eyes just go boing, boing, like a Looney Tunes type deal because they realize, oh, no, uh, Yamcha, you kind of beat up the daughter of the Ox King. Oh, my God, if this gets back to him, you are in big trouble. You have Puar say, Lord, Yamcha, that's the girl. She, the one you conked over the head. And he goes, and she's the daughter of the Gilmao. And he starts freaking out. It's a pretty funny scene. And it is funny the way that it's going there where Yamcha can't catch a break. So he jumps in his car, him and Puar, and they go to try to find Chi-Chi before anybody else can because she is just knocked out where he left her. And he does find her. They wake her up. And then you get Yamcha really playing up his, you know, wiles. He's like, oh, my Look at me here. He even has this deal where he's like looking at her over the shoulder, trying to be all sexy and trying to 
kind of woo her. I mean, not kind of, he is. And she is just this little girl. Remember, what Yamcha said last chapter was he didn't get nervous in front of her because she's just a little girl and he's not a pervert. Well, now he's got to pretend to woo her so that she doesn't, in his mind, I guess, go back to the Ox King and say, hey, that guy ended up conking me over the head. Well, you see (laughs) that Chi-Chi does kind of fall for him at first. Now, you end up, Yamcha doesn't really want to do this, but he's trying to, you know, save his bacon here. But you love me? She said, oh, yeah, yeah, right. And he's like, hey, you know, look at this face. Is this a face of a liar? Because she's like, you must be lying. You don't love me. Does this look like a face of a liar? And then he really tries to put on the charm. He's going to use the moneymaker here. And this is something that I talked about earlier when me and Clay were talking The idea that this broken tooth, this knocked out tooth, was going to bite him in the butt here. He smiles like this should be the exclamation point to all the wooing. This should make Chi-Chi so madly in love with him that she could never tell what he had done and tell on him or whatnot. But she's taken it back and goes, uh, yeah, you got a tooth missing. I don't know what you're about a liar or whatever, but you're certainly a weird looking dude. And it really upsets. Yamcha. Yamcha's used to wooing people, it seems. Yamcha, again, the moneymaker, but now that he's missing that tooth, and he fully ends up blaming Goku full out, even when Puar says, hey, we got some time. Why don't we go to the dentist and get something worked on with that tooth? And he's like, no, we don't got time for that. It's kind of funny as they go storming off because... Goku's showing up. Goku ends up, they see him on the Kintun coming, and they're like, oh, God, we got to get out of there. While that's going on, Chi-Chi's still kind of enamored, like, oh, my God, nobody's ever said they love me before. I read about it in a magazine once. Oh, my goodness, when you're in love, you get to go on a date and hold hands. Oh, my God, I can't stand it. And she covers her face. She's like, oh, she's so excited. But when she ends up opening her eyes, Yamcha and Puar are in the car. They're driving off. She sees them, and she goes, oh, I guess that he's as shy as I am. That explains why he's running from me right now. And you get that idea, okay, Chi-Chi is going to be in love with Yamcha. This is going to cause all sorts of problems, which it still may. But Chi-Chi, she's a little fickle here. Because out of nowhere comes Goku on the Kintun. is like, hey, hey, are you Chi-Chi? Huh? Somebody knows my name. Oh, my goodness. What luck do I have today? Everybody's in love with me. And she's really playing. She goes, you must be in love with me, too. And you end up, Goku's just like, what? He has two question marks with him. And he goes, "Uh, yeah, are you the Ox King's kid, right? Oh, my God. You know my dad? Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to pick you up. We're supposed to go and find somebody. We're supposed to go and find Kame Sen together. She goes, oh, really? Okay, well, how are we going to do this? And he says, well, jump up on the cloud here. This is my kintun. Jump up on it as long as you're pure of heart. You'll be able to be on it, and we can fly around on it. And remember, the play was when Bulma tried to get on it, and she kind of went through, so that was funny. And I wondered, how are you going to play this with Chi-Chi? Chi-Chi's pure of heart. The problem is she can't get up real easily, so she grabs onto Goku's tail which is, you know, hanging off. A lot of times in this, you won't see the tail as much until you really need to. But in this, you see it hanging there. I think she might think it's a rope or something. But even then, she's like, oh, my God, you have a tail. All this stuff goes on. I love, though, when he says, if you're clean of art and pure, you can ride on the Kintun. 
And she ends up saying, well, then I can because my heart is as clean as an indoor toilet. I'm like, I guess she's never been to my house because my kids are animals. But they end up where Chi Chi goes to get up and she grabs onto his tail. She's like, oh, trying to get up. And all of a sudden you have that freak out by Goku who then kind of yells. And when Chi Chi gets on, he falls off and she goes, oh, what happened? And he said, don't squeeze my tail, will you? It makes me lose my strength. And this is a big play. This is a big moment because, again, very, yeah, it, really, Yamcha has some really good timing on his sneaking around because they seem to have then doubled back, got out of the car, and we're watching all this go down. And here's that. And that's big for him because he does want revenge on Goku. Plus, he's going to have to fight Goku at some point if they want to, at the end, grab all seven Dragon Balls. So he says, oh, my God, we found his weak spot. It's the tail. Now, we already know, too, that if you can keep him from eating, that's another thing that will cause problems. So really, if you could keep him from eating and pull his tail or squeeze it, you will be in good shape. Well, this seems to make Yamcha think that it's all gravy from here on out. I mean, he is in that little capsule car, but he's got his feet kicked up. He's got his hands behind his back. He's leaning back. As you do end up having Goku and Chi-Chi take off on the Kintun to go fight Kame Senen. And the two of them are just cute as a button together. You have this where Goku's used to the Kintun, but obviously Chi-Chi isn't. So she's grabbing on to Goku so she doesn't fly off. But really, the big play here again is Yamcha, who's just gloating and laughing it up with Puar and says, yep. We'll wait till they get all those Dragon Balls, and then I'm going to use the old Fist of the Wolf Fang, and I'm going to take them down, because I know Goku's weakness. And seriously, if you can take out Goku, the rest of them are done. There's no way Bulma or Oolong are going to be able to stop Yamcha. So he thinks that this is just going to be easy, peasy, lemon squeezy here. Well, you end up going then with Goku and Chi-Chi for most of the rest of the steal. Because they're flying, they're going around. Now, in that you kind of may have forgotten about it, but I certainly didn't because I thought right away, I hope he doesn't pat-pat. I hope he doesn't go with the sus pat-pat. And when they kind of get their bearings, they're flying there. Chi-Chi's kind of got her kinton legs on her here. She's able to say, he starts pat-patting her. He starts pat-patting her, and she freaks out. And yells, oh, my God, get your hands off me. As he says, oh, you don't have a boy's wee-wee. You must be a girl. Okay, Goku, Goku, start asking people next time. But it is the funny play. It's still the sus deal. She knocks him off the canton and he goes flying. She goes flying into a tree. Or actually, it looks like the side of a mountain type weird. I don't even know what it is. But he ends up falling off. And... That you go back to the Ox King, Bulma and Oolong are sitting there, and the Ox King's like, I sure hope that Goku was able to find my daughter. And you have Oolong, I wish I was going to find her, because he's sweating again, like a pig. And then Bulma says, I hope he doesn't use the pat-pat. Well, you're a little late there. But with that, you do have the surprise of Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi got upset, just surprised. But now, thinks to herself, since he touched me there, I guess that I will eventually be his wife. I guess we will get married because he's touched me there. It's very sus, but kind of wholesome by the end. It's a kind of wholesome susness it is. But I still, I'm looking again. I still don't know what these things, I think they're tree 
houses? <laughs> Very odd. Somebody can tell me what exactly they think they might be, but they're a little bit bizarre. But with all of that going on, or they could just be rock formations, but they always look like they have doors. But besides that, they go back off on their search. So they go and they know, and Goku knows it's somewhere in the ocean, but the ocean's big. And again, Goku, he's not quite familiar with the scope of the world, things like that. But he goes over the ocean. They decide we better ask somebody at least directions. And they end up seeing a dolphin just like, hey, there, you know, water, dude. It's, it's very again, it's very nice and wholesome. Do you know where the old Kame Senen lives? And you end up the dolphin. Oh, yeah, sure. It's that way. He's on an island. It's a mile from here. All right. And they go, thanks, many thanks, and boom, they fly off, and they do end up seeing this island. And when they get there, if it's not going to be that, you know, pretty obvious that this is Kame Senen's island, you see him there, he's there, uh, you know, on the side, on the beach, but he also has this big house that just says Kame House. So I guess you can right away say, we found it. And you end up where he shows up and yells to Kame Senen, you remember me? Remember me, buddy? He's like, oh, my God, I do. And how's that Kintun holding up? And you end up having him say, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. How have you been? As you have Chi-Chi say, this is the invincible old master. I mean, it's an old guy with a turtle shell strapped to his back. He looks crazy. Um, But when he says, how have you been, old timer, he's like, never better. And then it ends with, well, finding the turtle man wasn't much. Now. Will it be that easy to get the soul cold thingamajig? And I believe that what you would probably have is a little bit of a quest to get it, possibly. I'm guessing, and I have not read ahead, so this is just me guessing. He's either lent it or lost it or somebody stole it, so he's going to have to go find it. But that's kind of the cool setup, and it's a good chapter. It's a good chapter. You end up having, you know, a little susness, but you kind of expect it. But really, I love Chi-Chi already. Chi-Chi's one of my favorite characters. I said before, Oolong is still probably my favorite character, but Chi-Chi in just like one and a half issue appearance type deal quickly is getting there. I think she's pretty cool. So with all that, I think I'm going to give it a solid eight out of 10, and we'll call that a podcast. We'll call the end of that and We'll continue on with the next chapter. Obviously, I know that if you are listening to this as it drops, this is a day late. I was trying to wait to see if Clay could join me, but it doesn't seem like he could. So I had to end up doing this then. So with all of that, though, I'm going to try to get him. I'm going to corral him in to get to the next deal because I like to talk to Clay about this. But in the meantime, as I said earlier, Go off to the Twitters at Weird Manga, and that's a way for you to know when things are dropping and things like that. But if you do follow us, I will follow you back 100% because I think that that's a nice thing to do. That if you want to see what I'm up to, I want to sneak around and see what you're I'm like Yamcha. I'm going to sneak around and see what you're up to. It's not as sus as that. But also go to our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash Weird Science Manga, and you can get a bunch of early access to the reading clubs and also our Manga Monday show. And speaking of that, yeah, check out all of our reading clubs and our Manga Monday show. All of those links you can find in the show notes in our campsite bio. So I hope that everybody goes and checks all those out, maybe even subscribes, rates, and reviews them. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? But with that, that is it. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thanks, everybody. 
and I will talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.